Hello, and you are tuning in to Don't Overthink It, the podcast. I'm your host, serial entrepreneur, first-time mom, and straight shooter, Terrace Sherman. Every stage of life comes with its own set of challenges, and in each weekly episode, I will dive into the topics that are difficult to face. I'll be bringing you interviews from trailblazing guests, as well as healing-centered solo episodes. Life comes at you fast. Don't overthink it. Don't think about it too much, too much, too much, too much. Hello, 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 and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Don't Overthink It, the podcast. I'm your host, Terrence Couture, and for this episode, I wanted to talk about resetting our focus, resetting your focus. Um, when I think of like, <laughs> you know, I, I grew up in an era where I played a lot of video games and the number one thing that I would need to do when the game was messing up, when it was freezing, you know, I, I don't want to age myself, but I'm still young. But, you know, you take the little disc out of Nintendo, blow on it, put it back in, restart the game. Um, and I think it is definitely something that's needed. I think resets and restarts are needed on in our lives as well. Um, and so I have been really like going through a shift, right? I am not granted I am eight months pregnant, full disclosure, but... Um, but I've really been going through this shift of um, resetting my focus, you know, trying to get my ducks in a row. It could be nesting, I, you know, but I'm confident that it's something deeper than that. It's more spiritual than that. Um, and something that I've really been implementing lately is a new morning routine where, you know, I, I actually put these things like I have an actual checklist where I'm making sure that I journal. I'm making sure that I'm reading, you know, at least 10 to 15 minutes of something positive. And I'm making sure that I'm carving time out of my day to actually review my calendar, my to-do list for that day. And so whatever um, whatever your morning looks like, right? Because I know some of us are out of the door at five. Some of us are working third shift, etc. But I feel like when you first, whatever time you start your day, when you are starting your day, how you start your day really matters to the focus that you have and what you are focusing on for that day. And so this morning I was going through my um, morning routine and, um, you know, I've, I've just really been in prayer and really been um, meditating, especially as it relates to this new um, this new role that I'm stepping in as a mom of two you know, the, the growth that I'm having in my businesses and what that'll look like and what maternity leave is going to look like and just, just really, you know, getting my ducks in a row. And so the revelations that I've been having have been so, oh my goodness, like so fundamental, so amazing, so many like aha moments as far as like, on one hand, it's kind of like, well, why didn't, you know, why haven't I already thought of this? And then on the other hand, it's just really me being grateful to God for even opening my eyes to see so many different things. Um, and so the thing about meditation and prayer and journaling and the, the reason I incorporated so much into my life. And if you read the blog post, if you listen to my podcast, if you follow me on social media, 
Um, these are things, if you follow, you know, TikTok videos, etc. These are things that you constantly are seeing me doing. And it's because of the revelations that you get while you are in prayer, meditation, and journaling. And they are so fundamental. Like I said, you maybe feel like you should have known these things all along. But a revelation from God can only happen when you really open your ears to hear, number one, and your heart to receive what the revelation is, what God is trying to reveal to you. And so with each new level, it brings a new set of problems, a new learning curve, um, and it, and it provides you with a space where you do have to reject your old way of thinking and your old way of doing things. And it's kind of like you shed and skin. And so I, um, I really just been reflecting on my life because for the past three years, it feels like something has always been going on. Something has always been happening and in a good way though, but you know, in a way that, that you can clearly see my growth. But with growth, it's also those learning curves and different things that you need to, to do, different things that you need to incorporate, different things that you need to let go of, different things that you have to learn in order to operate in these new spaces. So for the last three years, it's just been kind of like just boom, boom, boom. You know, I had my first child. I got married. Now we're expecting a second child. And I just was laughing because I'm like, it seems like these are, you know, we're celebrating. These are happy moments. But it also takes a lot of work. So even when you think about pregnancy and having a child and being pregnant and going through all the changes physically and emotionally and mentally and, and you know, the home is changing because we're trying to create space for a new person, a new life to thrive in this space, you know, and then, you know, we're planning uh, baby showers and, and birthday parties and then we get to the wedding and, you know, a lot of people live for the wedding, but it's a lot more work to a marriage than just, you know, planning a wedding. Planning a wedding is stressful in itself, but, you know, the premarital counseling, the way that I, you know, that my husband and I were watching each other change prior to that, you know, us having to, to share different things and us having to add new things and us having to learn through th new things and um, going through those, going through the process of actually preparing for marriage as well. And... At the end of all these processes, you know, pregnancy is a journey. Um, engagement is a journey. But at the end of all of these processes, this journey, this process was this big labor, this big delivery, this big blessing. Um, and so, like I said, while you celebrated, the process to getting there requires work it requires more of you it requires things that you didn't even know because because <laughs> these are new levels and new spaces that you haven't occupied before so you really don't even know what it takes until you're actually in it right and you got to be open to to receiving these revelations because you got to be open to learning and a lot of stuff is like once you learn it it feels like common sense you know, and, and even as a mom, I'm starting to realize this, right? It's like my son, he he's two, um, he'll be three in September. And just watching him grow and it's like certain things that I just do that are second nature to me or that, that seem habitual to me. And I'm just, the revelation of like, I literally have to teach my child everything. <laughs> 
And that is such a, like, that's a concept where it's like, well, duh, like, because they're children. But as we go through the motions of the the day-to-day processes or our day-to-day routines, um, we we can get lost. We can get lost in the sauce or we can get, um, we can just kind of overlook these small things until we're forced to to really tune in. And I, I, I can proudly and happily and joyously say that being a mom and being a wife has forced me to really just like, okay, like, stop, tune in and really like, Pay attention to things that I normally would have overlooked if it was just me. And so, like I said, resetting the focus. Resetting the focus on your spiritual growth. Resetting the focus on your mental growth. Resetting the focus on your financial growth. Resetting the focus on just dreaming and getting back to the the heart and the core of who you are. And that's really what I have been getting to. And then even with, um, even as it relates to dreaming, I've been really putting a big emphasis on me getting back into my dreamer state of mind where, you know, we didn't look at, well, what's realistic. We didn't look at, well, what do my resources look like? It was just like, when I was in kindergarten, I wanted to be a pink ranger. I know it's a fake character, <laughs> like no Power Rangers don't exist, but that's what I wanted to be. So getting back into that mode of being a dreamer and being confident and working towards those dreams, like I'm going to actually make them happen. And I think that that's extremely important. And I wanted to get back into being a dreamer for my children because one of the things just, you know, in reading different parents and books and talking to different parents and just even as being a child, somebody's child, <laughs> somebody's offspring, knowing what it's like to have these big dreams. Um, and it's hard sometimes for adults who now they're in quote unquote reality and they're not making space for their children to dream. So I feel like it was important for me to stay a dreamer so that I can instill this into my children. And then when they start having their own dreams, I can start to to nurture that and create an environment for those dreams to actually thrive and to, and to you know, encourage them to take the limits off and not place limits on their lives and not allow fear to, to take over them or not allow, you know, the realities of life to deter them from whatever those dreams are. And so when we are in this we are in the process of resetting our focus. It's very important to evaluate yourself. Self-reflection is very important. Um, I have, I have never been the type to write myself off as being the party in the right and I try to consider my role in every situation number one I do that because I used to um have big reactions to things <laughs> and before I had big reactions to things I wanted to make sure that I was in the right so that I could justify those big reactions but anyway um but honest self-evaluation offers us a true and unbiased view of the bigger picture because a lot of times we we can't see past ourselves, we can't see past what we feel, we can't see past what we think, we can't see past our experiences. 
Um, and it's important that we do that because, yeah, we operating in this space of, you know, focusing on ourselves, being in tune with ourselves. But as that relates to how we are pouring into the world, how we are impact, impacting the world, how are we showing up for our families? How are we showing up for our friends? How are we showing up for our purposes, our visions, our jobs, our businesses, etc.? And so it's important to ask yourself the questions of what it is, what is it about me that is attracting certain things, right? Because a lot of times we're like, what was me? Why is this happening to me? I didn't do anything to anybody. But what is it about me that, uh, that attracts certain things? Is it the way I think? Like, what am I thinking about? Is it the way that I'm speaking? Um, is it the people that I am in connection with? Is it the things that I'm not learning that I'm not exposing myself to? Is it the way that I'm carrying myself? Is it the way that I am, um, not speaking up, not using my voice? What about me? Cause then you can step away from a state of blame and really focus on what you need to do. Right. What am I doing to invite certain things? Because nothing happens by coincidence or happenstance. So if you see a pattern in your life, if you see a pattern in things that are happening to you or things that you are experiencing, chances are it's happening for you. trying to teach you something trying to open your eyes to something and when you start to see patterns you that's when you especially want to get quiet you want to get quiet and and you want to make sure that you can hear from the source the next thing is what you give your attention to grows oh child the name of this podcast is Don't Overthink It Because Your Girl Here is a bona fide overthinker. We can work ourselves up to the point where we are in an emotional frenzy. You can create the stress. You feeling burned out. And emotional maintenance is as much effort, and it could be argued that is more than physical work. There were instances where things maybe should have gone in one ear and off the other. Things should have been laughed at or shrugged off. You should have been able to just say what you needed to say and moved on. Um, And in my own life, there, there are times when that stuff has happened to me, but instead I decided to dwell on them. And because I dwelled on these things... It caused them to snowball into something larger in my mind. You ever did that where it's like you are just like obsessed with something that somebody did to you or something somebody said and they just moving on with their life because they probably can't even remember that they did it or said it or was so insignificant to them. But what you give your attention to grows. 
whatever you're saying a lot of in your life is probably because that's what you are giving your attention to. And I know for me, um, my thing is multiple streams of happiness, multiple streams of income. The goal is to really create a life that I enjoy, right? And I think, not I think, that is what I desire in my heart for, for women everywhere because we get so caught up in what society expects us to be, what, what other people around us expect us to be. If you operate in, you know, wife, mom, there are certain standards that people expect you to, to live up to in that world too. And, but I, my desire is that we're happy in these roles. We're happy doing these things. And, um, just when, in talking to like my coaching clients and different things like that, and it's like so many people that I talk to, um, and coach them through this because it's so much good that can be happening around you, but by focusing on the negative or by focusing on what didn't go right, or by focusing on what didn't feel good. You cause those things to grow and to snowball to the point where you can't even appreciate the goodness that is happening around you. And I wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly have have experienced that for myself. There was a time when I didn't think I deserved to be happy. There was a time when I was like, you know, every time something was going good, like in my head, my, my brain couldn't accept, like I physically couldn't accept it. Like something bad going to happen. So I couldn't appreciate moments. I couldn't be present in these moments because I was just always waiting on the other shoe to drop. Like I was going too good. Something bad got to happen now. What you give your attention to grows. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you think it's not going to go right, you're going to focus on all things that are not going right. And then, boom, full circle. You're going to accept the fact that it's not going right. And the last thing that I want to talk about, I want to make this, this episode pretty short, is that silence is golden. Silence. So this is a season of silence and I get these like on routine. I get <laughs> They'd be like clockwork. Every so often God is like, okay, it's time for you to just, it's time for you to be quiet and let's reset the focus. Cause you need that. Life is happening very, very fast. Because in the midst of all the celebrations that I've had, there's a lot of, Life kept happening in the midst of all the celebrations that I had from, um, you know, being, what was I, nine months pregnant with my first child. Dad got into a very bad motorcycle accident. Should not even, by doctor's standards, have survived. And I am literally, literally um, anticipating the call of them Telling me he didn't make it. You know, life is life is happening. To me losing family members. To my husband losing family members. To, you know, our, our parents 
experiencing illnesses. Like life has continued. Life gone life. Life is gone life. And so it's important to reset because it's so much that just keeps happening. Just keeps happening. Keeps happening. Keeps happening. Keeps happening. Like this year alone, I've had two deaths in my family. You know, and life, it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. You're going to have ups and you're going to have downs and there are going to be seasons. And so this is a season for silence and resetting. And that's okay. Oftentimes, we look to others to provide comfort and solutions when true peace and answers have already been placed on the inside of us. So we have to silence the negative chatter in our minds, eliminate negative conversations, stop venting, stop complaining. And we have to really get in tune with journaling, meditation, praying, staying focused, staying on task. Because... Your reward, your reward is on the way. And so that was everything for this episode. I want to thank you for continuing to tune in to Don't Overthink It, the podcast. If you are not already, follow me on Instagram at Terrace Couture. And until next time, guys. I want to thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of Don't Overthink It, the podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Terrace Couture and check out the website IamTerraceCouture.com. And until next time.